Good. Yo, yo, good night, everyone. Today, Charles might be joining us a bit, can't seem to find him, but our guest for today is Mr. Liam Dujon. All right, um, is the fun affecting the mic or is it good? No, no it's good, it's good. All right, podcast just started, don't have to worry about too much, but man. How's things? How's COVID? How's the treating? Yeah, give me a second. Me. Yes, I'm... Yeah, you good? Uh, just a sec. things going uh, well I still have a job I get to stay at my home things are things are okay oh, so nothing really affecting you on a whole uh, not really well for the for the worst no for the better mm-hmm. I'd say yeah okay thank I get that I get that opinions and any major like that's don't want to drag on, but let's just knock this um topic off. Opinions on the events have been unfolding concerning the murder of Floyd. Uh, well, like I've told most people at this point, it was okay. Honestly, I saw this video yesterday where it was a priest who was saying that what makes Floyd's murder, racist. And the first thing I thought to my, the first thing that came to my mind is, on, it's not really the fact that the murder was racist. It's the fact that it took an entire worldwide riot and protest to to charge the person who did the deed, along with all those who were um, involved in it as well. It took them too long, and it's it's bringing to light the fact that the system, the American system, just was good. Fact of the matter is, it's not really It's just unprecedented and un, unpunished police brutality that's the issue. Ah, uh, right. That's fair. And you think there might be permanent change coming from this? That depends. Or is, or is that too optimistic? It depends on how America walks out of this whole debacle because everyone can plainly see it's America's falling apart. You already had the pandemic on top of the high unemployment that came with it. Now you have, I'd say, what half the country is either in protest or in riots. And then in addition to the fact that there has to be at least one or two people out there with COVID-19 probably spreading that around. It's just, I don't even see America withstanding the whole situation for them to even be a change in the system. No, that's true. That's that's all fair points. Personally, I believe that there might be at least some dent in the system because um, people are starting to 
get justice for the murder the murderers of Rihanna Teela. I'm not sure if you know of her. And yeah. other victims. Yeah. So personally I think it might be like the start of something. Like don't want to compare to Martin Luther King's era and the civil rights movement. But you can see parallels there to be honest. I think the main I think the main thing is I, I think it was Will Smith who said it. Police brutality has always been around. It's just that now it's getting recorded. That's true. The fact of the matter is it's been going it's been going around long before we even had the access of social media and easily ease of recording things. And it's just a fact that back then the American system was so hell-bent on being against the black man that literally anybody could just get away with it. Yeah. Man, that's a new step. And hopefully there might be a brighter future for the generations after us. But what's shocking is the fact that when I heard London, people in London started to protest as well, I was surprised. And then I found out people in New Zealand were protesting. New Zealand, Syria, it's, it's gotten to the point where the whole world is kind of sick of the, the BS that's been going on. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, it's, you, you, you're seeing something done, but to some people, the rate at which it is being done is still unacceptable because not too long ago, you had the president tear-gassing an entire street of people just to make way to go in front of a church. And from what I heard, he also tear-gassed the, the priest of the church only for him to stand up in front of the church and hold the Bible upside down, no less, and back to yeah. friend. The man does whatever he wants. Power corrupts, you know? <laughs> and then, and then come to say it wasn't tear-gassed, it was smoke canisters, right? Well, hey, the man made his power move. Let's not judge before he nook our little island, you know? Honestly, if you wanted to nook our little island, you would have done so a long time ago. I don't know if you heard about that, but there was, it was I think it was last year, where an American in Antigua, I think he committed a crime. I can't remember what crime exactly. And people in Antigua actually detained him. And I think... When Wood got to America, it became like it became like a big thing, where the Prime Minister of Antigua went out to make a statement, basically, um, I wouldn't say insulting, but state using a few coarse words to describe Donald Trump, and it was it wasn't that big, but it was it was certainly in the news and it was circulated around. Honestly, he has better things to worry about than us, our opinion. That's true. That's true. Because personally, I've been doing a, some more reading on this entire issue, and it's no longer about Floyd or any of this um, singular deaths. Because as Saint Lucians, yep. we even have a stick in it because of Bofan, Bofan Shah. We still yep. have our stick in it, and I think it's became a movement of like police brutality on a whole. Because I'm yep. I I'm looking at the stats because I I went and I'm I looked at the police brutality stats. 
and it's like due to the laws of like population majority of unarmed killings are white people but there is surprisingly enough for like the blacks in america make up around 13 13 percent 11 to 13 percent and the amount of unarmed killings is very disproportionate to the population it's way too high but you know it's funny it i think this whole situation has just started to bring out a lot of a lot of um, racist related things in the media like different racial race related articles race related um tv show episodes and stuff like because i was on i was on facebook this morning and something came up on my feed i think it was i can't remember the name of the show uh, it's it's all these cops it's about it's, it takes place in a police station setting and it had a Terry. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it had Terry yeah. Cruz in it. And then it was showing the clip of when he was looking, he was on the street looking for his daughter's toy. And a police stopped him. And right straight, right out of the bat, the police was well, not aggressive, but his tone of voice gave that that sentiment. And all he, all he had in his hand was a toy that he was looking for his daughter. And then he said, drop it. And it became a whole thing. And then not too long after, he met with the, the same cop at a restaurant. And the cop apologized, not because of responding to him in that way, but responding to him in that way because he was a cop and he didn't know. Yeah. No, that's true. Like, they, as much as it's true, power does corrupt and officers need to be yeah. kept in check. Because I don't know if you remember, I don't remember the day when we went and checked Anil and Blue Coral and the security guard was going on her power trip. I don't know if you were there for us that day. That was the day the guy got shot. No, 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 no. That was, okay, that, it was not you. Um, yeah, I don't think that was that. Um, it was a day when um, it was in town and we went and checked Anil. And you remember the normal security lady that's there? She lets everybody, like, once you're not causing trouble, do your do. You can That's the one with the locks. Yeah, the one with the locks. She chill. Right, so right. There's this, new, there's this new security lady that we saw, and she was like, "Why are you standing up there? You cannot sit on those chairs. Those chairs are not for you." She come there. What you standing up there? Don't mind that she roughing up people. And it was like, okay, this person is clearly on a power trip. <laughs> and it yep. was like. It's, you don't even have that much power. And it's it's certainly something. Crazy. It's certainly power is definitely a dangerous thing. And it's it it's this is a quote I always remind myself of. And it was from a it was from a sci-fi novel I read a couple of years ago. Uh, power corrupts a man without the fear of retribution. You people think once they have the power and that nothing can touch them, they can do what they want with no repercussions, but the reality is, no matter who you are, what position you're in, once you have, whether you have power or not, whatever you do has repercussions. That's true. Some That's of them true. feel it later. Some of them feel it long after they've lost the power they have. No matter how it is, and honestly, I think, I think the whole riot situation is also part of the president feeling the effects of his actions because you remember there have been times he came on TV and he said. 
he, he, he spoke directly to black people. What have you got to lose? And that's exactly why America is in this situation. Because black people have nothing to lose, but they have everything to gain. So they're going to do whatever they can to gain the respect and the, the right to exist that they've been fighting for for years. Yeah, that's really true. But this, uh, uh, let me try to phrase this properly. The rising is it's a symptom of the problem, which is police brutality and covert racism, plain and simple. But mm-hmm. the, the problem with the rioting is there's, there's always the chance in the nuance and due to people with their internal biases. And you already know, like some people just going to snap a specific moment of looters and rioters and be there like you see. Black people, that's what they're doing. And, now it's funny. And that, I know. It's funny. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, when the whole protest started, you, everybody was able to see the protests were very organized. There was no violence involved. And then we started just seeing it blowing right out of proportion. And then the first thing that was circulating around was it was some undercover cops who were instigating stuff to happen. And then you started see, and then the thing is, while yes, there are black people amongst those rioters and losers, you can see that there are also a large portion of them that are white. And I was yeah. discussing this with a co-worker of mine. A lot of the a lot of the people who are doing what they're doing right now are anarchists, white supremacists that are trying to paint the people who are trying to protest for their cause in a bad light. And in addition to that, it's just people that are taking opportunity at the chaos to either to shape their own greed their needs, because you have to also remember the fact that amidst this pandemic, a lot of Americans have been suffering, so a lot of yeah, people are taking advantage of it. Yeah. But the other thing yeah. is, even now, while everything is, like, the protests are spreading, you're seeing it all over the world, and that's the thing, you're seeing it across the world, but across the world, it's relatively stable. Whereas in the States, it's unstable. So there has to be some other lying factor from the fact that it's just, it's a result of the process. It has to have some other factor. A lot of people are saying it's the people who have the power up there that are having us in chaos and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, who knows what's really going on? Yeah, yeah, for all we know, there could be a man with a real mustache that's there twirling and being like, ha ha, this is all my plan. Yeah, I mean, we, we always we've been going through this thing, especially we've been going through this thing, especially these these um these groups like Anonymous that have been feeding us this information like oh, there's a new world order going around and stuff like that. But at the same time, you also see how things are really sometimes, and you also you always wonder is it fabrication? Is it truth? And it's the whole disparity between the groups like them and the media, which we all know is all owned by one specific body and feeding out a specific yeah. set of information. That is very true. Uh, it's a it's kind of war right now. Join. The, uh, yeah. Sorry. Because what I was doing and I was looking at it, right? There is no nuance in the situation when it comes to the states. Mm-hmm. When you go to London, New Zealand, 
they may be able to protest and protest peacefully, but they are different. They, they are uh-huh. different from the state in that they can't be a threat to the government. Because if, let's say, in London, if Boris, whatever his name is, decides, like, yeah, Johnson, if he decides, Boris Johnson, if he decides he's going to, yeah, you know what, I don't want you on the streets, and he decides to go full armed militia, he can't. Well, he can't, and he will get away with it. And that's a bad press. If you're going to try to do that foolishness in the States, you're going to get shot back at, like, pure foolishness. And you will realize that there are provocateurs and infiltrators there, like um, the white supremacists and all these opportunists that are trying to disrupt the riots and make it something, like, lose its message and all of that. hmm but I really think that like, mm-hmm. if they like, you saw how when Trump decided, like, yeah, I was going to bring in the military, nobody was like fearful. He was like, yeah. yeah, we will take them on. Like, that's like America, like, who, who said that? Because yeah, I think yes, that, the, that the, the couple got fired just now. The couple got fired. Right. He said, America. Americans on a whole have this attitude of defiance that has been building up. And I think Freud's death awakened it. It awakened everything. And that's the reason why it's like that. Yep. I mean, it's it we know we know Americans have always had this this defiance mentality. We just saw it about maybe what two weeks before the whole incident with Floyd when they marched in front of where was it they marched in front of I can't remember with their guns right because they couldn't get haircuts they couldn't go to the salon because they're in the midst of a global at this point this has the number of cold cases and it's still increasing exponentially yet they refuse no, to just at home no, Why is this all going on? Now, you what the thing I, about that? Like, the, the thing about that, that's oi, tricky. Oi, oi. The, the, the thing, that's now. So you cannot count it a part of the riot as the yet. The thing about that, that's tricky, about the states, it's like, we cannot even say America has the most cases. It's New York. New York has the most cases. That's true. And then you have the entire of the states on lockdown. Like, everywhere has to be on lockdown. So, like, imagine it like, yeah, the whole of Grosile have COVID. Like, everybody in Grosile have COVID. Lucia has to be on lockdown with Grosile, and you're perfectly fine. Yeah. And, like, you can't. Sure. Like, that's how, it, that's how it is. So, it's like, Okay, New York have all its COVID, but I in my little small town where we have zero COVID, why do I have to be locked down? Why can't we like do all our testing? Nobody has it. If you're coming in, you have to get tested and quarantine. Then open up, have their business. Because but quarantine 
quarantine, like the source, the places that have it makes a hundred percent sense. I am down for the quarantine, but it goes into that punish down, punish one person, punish all everybody thing. And I think that's but, why those people went and protest that regime. You have to but you have to look at it in the sense of how COVID works. It you can have it, you cannot display symptoms. And for all you know, you're still in the incubation period and you can still transmit it. I think the whole point of having the entire place locked down is to restrict contraction should anybody already have it. Because if you recall, when we when we started shutdown, we started out we started our lockdown early March, right? No, sorry, right. Cool. We started quarantine in, in April. They started on the first. And it was supposed to drag till the 40th. That gives it exactly the incubation period. Yep. So at that point, anybody who's in their houses who has it will start to display symptoms. So know, so we can know who to isolate, not to isolate. And even after that, we ended up extending it. Yep. <laughs> the whole point of it is to restrict people who have it from getting into contact with people who don't have it. But the thing with Americans and I think with humans on a whole is for honestly, it's something I've always thought to myself. Humans are the worst. Uh, they're a failure as a social species. You look at ants. You look at, you look at ants. You look at bees. You look at locusts. They, 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 they're one unit. And even and. I don't know if it's just the fact that humans have the ability to distinguish right, wrong, left, right, as opposed to animals that just have the instinctive mind of one goal, which is survival. And in the case of social animals, survival of the the, the, the community. But humans always, we always m- manage to find something that we don't like against each other. And it causes disparity, it causes unrest. And the fact of the matter is, in America, it's just so prevalent in addition to their the defined culture. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, that was, that was off. Yeah, that was, that was flow and flow. You were saying uh, about America, science. Right, I was saying, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Americans are what started cancel culture. Yeah, practically you can say yeah, American cancel culture. Yeah, it's it's just it's just it's like it's like it's something I said to someone before, and as much as it's like my personal emotional view of Americans, Americans are like the the mixing pot of everything wrong with humanity on a whole. Now, granted, that's an unfair statement to make, but it's it's been sh- it's showing itself time and time again. Ah, oh boy, America. That's fair. Ah, Mer- pause, America. Let me show you. Let me see something. Eh? America is a melting pot for excellence and excellence in all directions. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> They will excel in forkery and they will excel in something good. They haven't excelled in that's something good in a long time. <laughs> that's, that's, but that's, that's, 
We went to space last week and give it give them that. I mean, look at it like that. They they went to space for the first time in well over what a decade or two. Yeah. And nobody paid attention to it because because of everything else going on. Yeah. Um, I think I would say on your point about like humans and why we get the waiters is they are living together because we are social creatures but there's a certain limit of people basis and flows on a roll today Ah. Yeah, I think the Chinese are back to getting it. Because <laughs> there was the last time when Charles and I were having a call, it was always disconnecting once we mentioned anything to do with China. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing was, like, humans, we are social creatures, but we are meant to live in a group of 150 people like everybody in the community knows each other everybody like from time you born you know everybody in that community but when you think about it now you only know your small circle and there's millions and billions of other people that you just never interact with and don't care about and that's where I think that this function comes in. Because imagine living in New York City, where you practically have hundreds of people living on top of you in an apartment, and you know none of them. You know nothing about them. Like, you live in completely different lifestyles. And then all these people working together, <laughs> nah. It, they, everybody there has their own agenda. Do they in the same place, but connecting them. So I think that's why our social social things may be lacking. But that's fair. On America, on America itself, they there's a lot that needs to change. And like Charles said, they excel at everything. They excel at stupidity, forkery excellence in work <laughs> medicine they excel yep they, they they have no discrimination in what in what they excel at they look, they'll excel at the they'll excel at the most amazing and resourceful thing and they'll also excel at the most stupid and useless thing no true true yeah facebook for that <laughs> but you have social media, you have you have a whole dysfunctional parenting, you have a whole mixing board of things causing that. Alright, but let's let's leave America for a moment and let's talk about local. Okay, okay alright. Alright, let's leave the international. Locally, what do you think about all the foolishness that's going on with our so-called commander in chief of St. Lucia? Personally, 
it's funny because on, up until the a month ago, I was not paying attention to what was going on at all. I think the first thing that really caught me to stop paying attention was the fact that there was the whole looming of salary deduction and stuff like that. And then it's starting to lead to one thing or another. And then now we're realizing what's cool. Now, now we're really realizing what's going on because uh, a state of emergency has been extended to September, which means he has a limited power until September. And at the rate things are going, wave two of COVID is going to come by September. So he'll have even more reason to extend it again. We also have to add to the fact that um, this is technically his last year of reigning, and next yeah. next year, next year July or June, July would be election time. But it, it brings me to I don't know if you know how this would, but what happens if what happens if state of emergency is extended into the period of elections? That would that would be interesting. I don't think it would be change much, to be honest, and because Senusha doesn't really have like a martial law type of situation that I know of where it could extend somebody's reign of power. <sighs> But what if I, it's it's something that I considered because when I really started to look at it, I looked at it in the sense of we can't. I mean, we've been up until like what just yesterday on TV four, we've been COVID free for about I'd say three weeks, two weeks. Yeah. So a lot. Past the incubation period. Liam, Liam, you're thinking the same thing, right? Uh, well, actually, that wasn't even what it was. Why the fuck this niggas? What I was thinking Why the was, fuck are we still on lockdown? No, it was actually... No, but don't forget. Even we... The extension to September came when exactly? Around what? It was about, what, three weeks Last ago? Week. Last week. Last week. We hadn't gotten out. We hadn't gotten our... Last that was before we got our three cities. It didn't occur to anybody to wonder why is it that we we've been COVID free three weeks before that. That puts it past the max incubation period because there's there's been a, a couple of reports of people taking about twenty one days, twenty four days there about that. So why is it that we didn't return to normal? One could say that yes, I mean the rest of the world still has it and we can be taking chances. But on the other hand, why? Yeah, to add legitimacy to why he needs his state of emergency powers. Because personally, like I said, from the first time to um, have his state of emergency powers, it was like, I don't... Especially... I. Senusha actually has policies and acts to deal with a quarantine and pandemic situation. So from the get-go, I was like, okay, something's definitely going on behind scene. And they then are definitely. 
And then when you start realizing everything that's going on now with the salary cuts, the, the, new, um, the new licensing programs for hazardous um, jobs and things that's going on, the whole um, thing he's trying to do to landlords, I'm like, he's, he's trying something. Not too sure what, yep. but he's trying something. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Did that did that loan of was it nine million or nine billion dollars from the World Bank go through? Uh, I believe it did. I believe it did. So, okay, we have to look at a couple of things, right? When we started lockdown, well, when we started shutting off borders in late March, going into April we started to realize a disparity in the way the economy worked. We were heavily dependent on tourism, which as of this year has been proven to be a very dysfunctional means of maintaining an economy. But even then, considering the fact that, considering the fact that, okay, yes, we're still on lockdown. We don't have much money circulating in and out. No effort has been made to reinforce the other ways the economy runs. And I haven't, I didn't follow the whole allocation of, of funds. I didn't follow budget. But has allocations been made to reinforce those other, those other sections of the, of the economy that help support us and not just throw everything into tourism? Throw everything into tourism. Everything was thrown into tourism, like usual. Like, what do you expect? It's practically like when you when you look at it, just remove yourself from the solution. You look at it. Mm-hmm. You have a prime minister whose family background is linked to tourism and property investments, and what do you think he's going to do with state powers and state money? Build his family's wealth and his friends and circle's wealth. Like another thing I didn't understand that happened very early on. Why were we paying hundred thousand to quarantine people at the hotel? Why? And it's funny because the hotels had already closed down because, again, tourism, hotels, nobody was coming. So why exactly did we have to? I mean, okay, fine. You had to. You had to accommodate the people, and in addition, try to at least levy some usage usability of the hotels by paying the hotel. But honestly, the amount that they gave was too much, considering the fact that a you're already aren't operational, b it's not taking much out of it. So why? It's not like um, the pools have to be cleaned. Room service has to be not just provide food exactly. and that. Right now, he's trying to... Well, I don't want to say him. I want to see the people, all of them in power are trying to do something. But you, you notice what else is going on, right? They've gotten they they in addition to the fact that they're already doing what they're doing, they've already begun their their campaigning. In fact, just 
my sent a, a video in our family group of I think it was in Ancillary or somewhere where just where the Prime Minister was at a local bar and they were mind you, mind you, mind you, we are still under rules of lockdown, no more than ten people. But there is a get together but there's a get together at a bar somewhere in the country with people along the streets, everybody watching. That 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 is just occurring in my head now. Yeah. He's yeah, built, has t- and what I told them is you you build a trust now in a trying time like this. What do you think is gonna happen later down the line? They're gonna lean towards him. Sorry to say, but in yeah. the past four years, the opposition has not done much to oppose what the government has been doing. And I think that's that's gonna cost them come next year. No, but the thing is, the opposition's power is limited. They can only act in like major budget laws and things like that. Yeah, but look at look at it like this, right? From twenty eleven to twenty sixteen, when SLP was in power, almost. Every move the government make, you would hear the opposition on news opposing it. Reverse yes. the rules. You were you were not hearing SLP that often. You probably hear them once, once maybe every major thing that happened, but you were not hearing them as often. Yeah, I don't think SLP is that type of party. But I would say Richard Frederick was a man whose mouth has been flapping from the time he left. That's true. I, I guess I guess Richard Frederick was doing the job for SLP. And now we have Christopher yeah. Hunt also doing it. I think I think at this point, something I realize is solutions are set of I I don't want to use the, the phrase, but I think that's the best phrase I can use. They're still stuck in slavery. Yeah. Because they've been they've been seeing firsthand everything the government has been doing with their money, their their resources, and they've said absolutely nothing. But when when SLP and Kenny did it, just of just about maybe six years ago, they had everything to say. Yeah, they did. They did. Everything was Kennedy, Kennedy, that. Because right. even even though we can joke, like we got our Kennedy talks, right? Right. Imagine if in twenty sixteen we got our Kennedy talks, right? We got it in 20, 2015, because we got it in form four. Right. Imagine if in twenty fifteen. When we got our Kenny tops, this had happened. We would actually have our laptops for Yeah. And so imagine if that program had continued. Because as much as you want to joke about the laptops and oh boy, that if not they were not they were they were useful. Now another thing is the from what I can see, the program did continue because this year form threes mostly all form threes across the islands got these 
they got these laptops, but they're more tablets than laptops. And working with, and I'm I'm really close to the IT teacher at where I work, and he was telling me that the laptops that they were given are pieces of junk. Well, not pieces of junk, but okay, you have to look at it from this perspective of how kids these days operate. They more see technology as an entertainment tool as opposed to a resource tool. And yeah. but even even in terms of resources, the laptops they got okay, I'll call them tablets because that's essentially what they are. The tablets they got were very restrictive because it ran on a specific Android OS. And a lot of a lot of them have found a means of using it, but even the teachers right now, and that's another thing, the the governments have just been handing the computers to the students and have not been giving the teachers any kind of pre training. pre pre um pre preparation training. So you find that the teachers now know that they can give the students work online, but they, they have no means of doing it. Now COVID came around the corner, schools have been closed. The which was actually which was actually kind of convenient because we had our lockdown in coincidence with the closing of school. But yeah. but lockdown extended past the point when school was supposed to open. We had to resort to online classes. From what I'm seeing, yep. from what I'm seeing from from the school I work at, it's it's been working, but it's more on the more on the more on the leg of the students now. I do not know how it's been going at the other schools, but now that it, now that um form fives and grade six have school opened because CXC and combinations are still going are still going to happen, which is another thing I found very weird with regards to everything because CXC the way CXC has decided to go about doing things is just very odd to me I'm just saying the the year of students this year of students concerning CXC there will be a lot let's see so I'm going to have a lot of students next year that's all I'm going to say but it's funny because right now, Safa already has to do the fact that they're cutting what 30, 30 teachers out of the, the roster. That's and it, students. It's just going to spell. It's just going to spell. It's, everything is just going awry. And most of it is not even because COVID came around. Most of it is because COVID came around while the society we have is already not working. Yep, everything is breaking down. Because, in I, all honesty, I, I think someone said this COVID did not break the system, it revealed the broken system already. Yep, yes, it did. For everywhere. Yes, like, yep, everywhere. Like, America has their thing, we have ours. And, like, right now, like, the thing I was, like, I find most interesting about the Prime Minister was. He was boasting about how the economy was doing so well and so strong that we could have taken anything. And you mean to tell me two months of shutdown and you cannot pay public servants and you want to cut salaries? But honestly, and that is that is more of an emotional thing to me than a than a logistics thing. The fact of the matter is they want to cut public servant salaries. But ministers count as public servants. They're not taking that pay cut. 
And even then, even then, they're putting on the table another increase for themselves. And you mean to tell me now? You know what's funny? A lot, of, a lot of people who are aware of the looming cuts to salaries aren't even aware of the the looming increase they're trying to give themselves. No, they're not. A lot. I was they're talking not. to a, I was talking to a former coworker of mine from Saira, and then I was telling her. You do know that in addition to the fact that they're trying to cut salaries, they're also trying to increase this. But your dropped. I'm like, do people not know this? A lot of people don't. No, because the way St. Lucian society is, is that not a lot of people don't pay attention. A lot of people are out. Because remember the joke I made in the group? It was like, if you want to take over solution, just bring everybody with run. <laughs> yep. It's quite a facetious joke and it should be taken 100% um, jokingly. But, but funnily enough. It's like if you give everybody solution, yeah, it has effect. Sure, it won't affect everybody, but a majority of people will be like, yeah, no, let's have a good time. Meanwhile, you don't know what they don't they're not paying attention to what's going on in government and what's going on with their money and whatnot. Because, because Lucian's priorities are so misconstrued. It's not it's not even funny. Their priorities are so off. Because how can you tell me the alcohol ban was placed at the beginning of well it, it was placed when we started to reopen places. And how can you tell me that the minute the ban was lifted, lines to go get up, alcohol shelves were emptied when in the midst yeah. of a shutdown, half of y'all do not have jobs. The other half of y'all do not know when next you're seeing a salary. But your first instinct is to buy alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who asks in this question? And I don't think people see that. And I'm probably not advocating that long enough, but in what world does it take 10 years to rebuild a hospital? 10 let's, years. Let's not, even, let's not even bark up that tree because we, everybody knows that they were going to use that. That was going to be their scapegoat for the next general election. Yeah, no. And why I'm even getting on it, like, I'm not going to mention any names, but people are boasting about, yeah, we're fixing up the Millennium Highway, another multi-million dollar project. <laughs> Yet the hospital can't be built for the south of the island. Because, like, whenever you think about it, if anybody has to do a major, a major surgery, they can't do it at the stadium. Nope. They have to find themselves um, at the new hospital now. The fact of the matter is that a stadium has been used as a hospital re- replacement for over a decade now is baffling. That, that's like some like, horror movie, I, like apocalyptic type shit. I went in front of my parents just tonight and you know what I told them? I told them, St. Lucia is going to remain in the digital in because the people refuse to open their eyes and start seeing what's going on around them. Yeah. I'm watching this. They start, like, 
why am I seeing so many projects being pushed? Like, yeah, also it's election time, you're pushing things now. In my mind, it I mean, like, if I was pushing um, projects from the time I began working or throughout my five years, don't you think the people would have been like, oh, check all the things made in my community? Yeah, of you'd have them. Like, and they and they thinking like that. Like, let me build these people's long time trust. Shouldn't that I'm working in the community? You mean but here's to tell the thing. Me... But here's the thing. They don't have to do that because again, Saint Lucians are stuck in the slavery mindset. Saint Lucians priorities are misconstrued. Saint Lucians are generally an ignorant set of people. I think they've yeah, caught on to that already. They they realize they don't have to put much to please the people. They just have to do a, a, a tiny ounce and boom, they already have them at their fingertips. Look at that picture that circulated since social media of Alan Shastny just sitting on the block with those four guys. That is that is all over social media. Now you have this other video of him having a buy event and you're, there's, there was music and all there. And I'm saying to myself, people are going to make him with these elections. I'll be genuinely surprised if he wins this election. And I want to be like, okay. Um, I won't. I honestly won't. Because Lucians are so easily swayed. And it takes, it takes the dumbest things to sway them. Man, that's... Like, that's genuinely so true. Because like the the things that I want to say the government is getting away with, it's just like how? How? Like with all the crap that's going on in America. Like no, like watch it now, right? In America, they're rioting because they killed a man because he was black. But think about it. What if they were like what happens if it took America 10 years to build a hospital. You think that people will take that line down? <laughs> like, like, what do you think? And hence, Lucia, the whole South, because when you're talking about a hospital in Pinkford, it's not just for Viewford, it's for Larry, Shosa, Mikud, and Patrick so Denry. That's, Sofia has its own thing. Sofia has, has its own hospital too. St. Jude, but isn't that isn't that even not even up to par? Right, right. I am. Um, uh, me something that happened. That's why I remember the Sufre Hospital. I don't remember exactly. I just wanna. I won't lie. My mother wants me to vote. Honestly, I like am. I have no. Nobody's giving me a vote. Why should I'm I not vote voting for because because I'm not voting for two reasons. One, because it, it my vote could be the difference between the two parties getting elected. But the fact of the matter is, the party is not the problem. The people are. Yeah, the people. Sure, and you put a new party in, like. I if put you in you that some of the key problems that the country faces needs to get fixed. 
like yep. Charles had mentioned, our depend and you had mentioned the dependence on tourism. Like what sixty to seventy percent of our economy is a service industry. That's already and that's and all that has been thrown out the window. Like yeah, why not develop the local economy? Have more manufacturing jobs and agriculture jobs. Like have that. I was on it honestly when I read that document, I was shocked to see the amount of the amount of um production lines that would have been affected by that bill. I was like, there are places in Central Shit that work with asbestos. There are still places in general that work with asbestos. Yes. That um the document of like affecting all the licensing. I'm watching now the most of these most of the people that do these things other than the big companies. Are small people that do it for the company, like, and we don't even have those big businesses here. I mean, who? I mean, most people who manufacture fertilizer are small businesses. Most people who manufacture, correct me if I'm wrong, chemical is not a local thing. Um, Clorox is not a local mm-hmm. thing. Um, most of these things are not local, so it doesn't even affect them. It's mostly small businesses. So why don't like they should like okay. You, if you want the people to become licensed, why don't you give them a stimulus and support so they can go and get licensed and they can turn it into a bigger business and hire more people? Another one I was like, I was just watching on the document. Like, um, since when printing and photography is hazardous? Like, that honestly, I do not, that, that honestly, honestly, there were a few things in there that I had to sit down and ask myself, in what way are those things hazardous? Like, I'm watching the, another one was chocolate production. You're like, what do you think the printer's gonna catch on fire? I don't know. Like, I okay, I, honestly, charcoal. Okay, in the current in the current climate, you can understand because drought and all that kind of stuff. But apart from that, it has no reason being there. No, I understand it for drought, but it's not even. We're no longer in the drought season. Watch it. It's been. Raining and almost yeah. rainfall. Yeah. We've begun the rainy yeah, season. Yeah, I honestly even forgot we were in the raining season until I listened to the the weather report, which says we have a tropical wave, some affecting us for the next twenty four hours, something like that. Yeah, and I'm watching that. Did you people who make charcoal? Yep. Honestly, people in, who make charcoal here in Sinusha, it's a very it's a very solid business because you tend to find people, especially in the rural areas, that's what they live on. They don't live on gas and poop. They don't live on poop and gas like the rest of us. Yeah, they just have their charcoal, their coal pot, their stools. That's their thing. And then you want to go and oh man, that 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 needs to be addressed. And how many people know about that? That's the thing. Honestly, my family center. The thing is, and the thing is, um, these these things don't spread as they should be, because in in my family group they just posted a message, and I'm like, oh, here's the document, because that message did nothing for addressing the situation, and is is just a it's just a it's a, it's a display of how information spreads in Saint Lucia. If it doesn't go through news, it's not going to be widespread. And that's where 
a lot of stuff that goes on in the country remains hidden. It's worse here than it is in the bigger countries because there are just some stuff you can't keep hidden. Yeah, because like the way it is, it's like people you only have news twice: your lunchtime report and your night. Exactly. What I think is like they should actually have a dedicated news report, like that that does its ads, but news have news like mostly all day every day. If you have to report stories, have a talk show about the stories and everything that's going on in the country, you can have it going on. Because for for a small island like Saint Lucia, there is way too much going on. But you have to you also have to look at it from the sense of a lot of the stuff that we find out that is compromising, we don't find out about it by accident. It's somebody that leaks. It, like a lot of stuff gets leaked, and even when it gets leaked, and it's 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 put on these these platforms like Richard Frederick or like Christopher Lent, it's always the the the, sh- the sheep who refuse to accept it, even when you give them the facts. And that's the other, that's the other thing about solutions. You can lay facts in front of their faces, and they will not accept it. it that, I mean, that's people. That's people. On, that's a lot of people on a whole, though. No, that. Like that's people on the whole because you, when you um, you shatter their view. Yep. You shatter their view. Um, what do they have? Because a lot of people that's... build their entire life and identity around small views like that. Their views, their beliefs, their their trust in the government they elected. Yeah, all of that. Because if you have to like talk about sheep on a whole, it's like like I'm watching it. There, sure, like majority of our friends, we've decided like, yeah, like with a specific topic. We're not talking about that one here. With a specific topic, like we decided like, yeah, we're not partaking in that. It's not good for us. But they have people that go about their daily life and be like. Yeah, man, that's good for me. I still, I still believe that it it'll play out well for them. It'll play out well for that's like a lot of people. Because the, 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 the thing about that specific topic is it's also tied heavily into conservative Christianity and stuff like that. Because a lot of a lot of people I find that still hold that moral compass are people who are really held really deep into their their religious beliefs and stuff like that. True. A lot of people, you've definitely got those that don't that don't really follow that line anymore. They kind of fall along the lines of what we follow, or something something similar. You see the disparity, and it's it's very clear cut that those people who hold the conservative values will they'll never see the 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 the, the view that we hold because either a they, their beliefs make them believe that that's just a passing thought and they can get past it, whereas we see it as it's just in the nature of what we believe. Yeah, it's true. Like, for them, that's how they would view it. But how I was mentioning it was like, when you go into daily life and you talk about sheeple, I find like if some things didn't happen to me, when I was at St. Mary's, I would have been there like go to Alpha and go and get a job either teaching or in the government 
Because, like, I always realized, like, I never had, like, real, like, how I'm ambitious now for things. I wasn't like that before. It was like, yeah, I'm going to just go graduate from St. Mary's, go to Alpha, get a job, and, like, live life. Yeah, but I think I think it's that's the thing, and that's the thing where I think from what I feel, it's a trap. It's society's way of limiting you, limiting you, so you have to follow their compass, their code, their way of doing things. Yeah, and then for me, a, a whole set of events happened to me because I got um, peeled early, like. Right. 2016, that's around the time I got peeled. And like, I was just keeping myself quiet and understanding things. And then it really hit me in 2017, like the end of 2017. When it really hit me, it's like, I don't want my life to just be work till I'm 65 and don't even have like. Because, and then when yeah. I went to get like, at the bank and I was watching, like, I saw people with, like, I wouldn't say, like, various incomes from all levels. And it's like, yeah, you don't have much. And it's like, trap. You mean to tell me you've been working from that many years and you have no ambitions yeah. to bring yourself up and nothing like that. And it's like, yep. as you said, a trap. Yep, because this, it, I had a similar situation. I remember once I went to the bank to draw money on the guy in front of me. He looked like maybe in his 30s, maybe maybe in his 30s, and he, he withdrew money. He printed the receipt, but he just left it there. And then it's in my peripheral vision. And I'm looking at the value of his account, and I'm like, What? Like, that is not... How, how are you living off that? Yeah. Uh, and talking about financial situation, it's like, when you find out that most people don't have $5,000 in their savings or even $500, I'm like, wait, what? Which is funny because the banks have a limit if you go below that limit, they start taking money from your account every month. And they can catch you into overdraft of that if you're yeah. not careful. Yeah. That, that's something I noticed. And it's like, oh, what, what's going on? You can't be doing that. Like, And I wonder where, where people's money is going. And I realize, like, all right, there's a lot of excess people go after. Yep. And I'm just like, do you really need these things? And like, I can't judge them, but like you see it, you see people go into these like poor financial habits and whatnot. They just, they're like, I, I understand. I, now I can understand why your bank account is like that. But you mean to- Yeah, definitely. Bank, one bad day or one bad month could essentially ruin your life. Yep. And another thing, speaking about solutions, is 
So, like, remember last year when um, Sandy Fullerton put his post on Twitter and he said, how you come in and ask me for money to pay for your um your bill, but you buy tickets your water bill, water bill, but you buy tickets for show. Sure. Yep, it's again it's the priorities. Priorities, and I'm watching because that it's, it's priorities. I'm I'm saying it's something I learned recently that there's actually a a loan people can take for carnival costumes. I'm I'm asking myself, but why? You're you're feeding into a loop that that doesn't even help you. Not at all. Not at all. And now you have that whole now you have this whole this whole thing about um Vuv getting exposed for the 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 the, the thing. um yeah. stuff that they've been doing. So we probably know they're they're probably going to be in hot water when. When all this lockdown and stuff is over, well, assuming that the news continues that far, because you know how news just dissipates so quickly. I think because and gossip. I mean, for 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 a big for a big well-known um group like Vuv, it might stick, but I I'm not I'm not having any any um optimistic thoughts of them getting reprimanded for that. No, nah, they won't. Like people will just view them in a way, but a different way. I don't see them going to jail or anything like that. Cause, like, imagine. Remember, um, seven hundred dollar bill, man. What a joke. Yeah. And what should happen? So I don't see anything real happening with that. But. Like you said, priorities and solutions. I don't know if it's education that people don't have, but it's a mixing pot. It's it's the lack of education. It's the conservative values that because you have to realize that a lot of a lot of the a lot of the way a lot of people in Zanushan, the way they think is because of the way they've been grown up. It's the way they grew up. That's true. And it's the way. Is the way their family grew up. So, and that's the thing too. The the values, that's that's one thing I find very good but very bad about Saint Lucia. The values in families are very concrete and they're passed down. Yeah, yeah. And it takes it takes it take, and most times it takes somebody to get a higher level of education for them to realize that hey, the values my family's been imposing are very destructive, very not not functional, dysfunctional, it doesn't work well. And that's when you start seeing the cycle breaks. But if you're in a cycle of people having these set of values that do not do anything for them and there's no there's no increase in education to because honestly the the whole point of education is not to fill you with knowledge but to fill you with free thought and to fill you with a mind that can think for yourself. How many people the fact of the matter is people if you're not getting a higher education if you're not getting an education at all you're always gonna just stick to what is being told to you and again half the time a lot of these these families they never went to school people in my family in fact only a handful of I can count the number of people in my family who went 
beyond secondary school, and that num- that number is very low. Same. Me, my cousin, my mom, my aunt, and one of my uncles. That's that's five people Same. that went beyond secondary school. Same. I I the rest either stop the rest either stop at secondary school or didn't even make it to secondary school. Uh, I mean, true. It, like it takes somebody from like once you make it past a certain level of attraction of thought because as you and, mentioned yep. that, I was thinking about my own family and I realized like majority of the people who obtain such high level of education traveled the bridge like in that they traveled and they developed their life over there. Yep. And they had they had the other culture of they had the other culture integrating into what they knew. And that's a, that's part of why people should travel more often because you come across other cultures that not only give you a sense of diversity, but it also opens your eyes to some values that your culture may have that have proven to not work well. Because okay. you have to admit, there are a lot of values that Lucians hold that are very limiting to them. It limits them from going further. I've been influenced. Not one. Yep. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking at Lucians a lot of bad traits, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But there's still that comes out from nowhere, to be honest. Like, one thing I can talk about St. Lucia, it's it's a very unified country when you leave politics out of it. That is true. Lucians, Lucians will unite, you will unite for anything but politics. Because when that you, is so true. When you look at Carnival, everybody show up, no matter your labor or flumble. Everybody show up. New artists, a show, everybody show up. You kill one of ours in the States, everybody show up. And it's like, that's one of the good traits. Like, we are very, when you remove politics from it. Like, when you watch, like, even watching it there with cricket, remember Lucian's under, he, he, he. Yep. It's in the, it's the tradition where, like, yeah, if you have a man say he sound up at in another country, you Lucian. Just join. Just join. No, just a... join in. And just join in. So, but like, it's... I want to say it's a, it, we have our negative traits and we have to work on them. But I think we also have to, like, recognize that there are those positive ones. Like, that are there. They may not be helping us right now in the type of situation we need, but we have them. Yeah, I mean, every it's there's a duality in everything. Mm-hmm. Solution definitely has its it's good, it's bad, it's good in the bad, and it's bad in the good. Yeah, it does. I would say that is our alcohol tolerance. Solution have too many warmies. 
that is that is not a, that is not the bad in the good. The bad in the bad in the good is probably I don't okay. The good the good we have is that we can unify on most topics. The bad in the good is that we will unify on almost anything but politics. Which also means that we'll unify on some ridiculous shit sometimes. Boy. The bodies the bodies were blinded by a lot of past. We we haven't moved. Honestly, we've while we have moved from the point where we were in slavery, we haven't moved much. Not at all. Physically physically we've moved pretty far. We're we're a lot we're a lot further than where we are now, physically, but mentally we are still maybe just one year after emancipation. Yeah, a lot a lot of solutions still have. Like the like the song goes on the old the old windmill. Um what is it? Um grind what was that? like the the old windmill. I remember it was in Tiana's and their play. The old um, windmill representative of the slavery system. It was like in modern times, it was grinding slow, but it's grinding still. And that's yeah. it's there, like the mental aspect. Because solutions have that attitude, that that thing that limiting them. And when you think about it, like we are like what, five generations away from slavery. Like our generation, it's like once you go back five generations, that's straight back into slavery. Yep. Like, bam. I'm watching. And you look at you look at places like like Trinidad and Guyana and Jamaica. These places have these high high valuable resources: bauxite, gold, oil. And they've they've used it, but we, what do we have? We don't we don't have we don't have gold. We don't have bauxite. We don't have oil. We don't. All we have is fertile land, and resilient people. I'd say. That's true. Neither of which are used properly. None at all. None at all. But the thing about St. Lucia is, yeah, so in a good tourism um, situation, St. Lucia would do excellent. But, hmm, pendant. Especially not now. Not now. And we already know, we already know this whole situation is not going to just disappear by the end of the year. It's going to be at least a couple of years. Yeah. It's just and that, that's like, something a lot of people haven't heard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly the world on a it's it's funny. The world on a whole, we they've experienced they've experienced the Spanish flu. They've experienced the black plague. They've, they've experienced the bubonic plague. But something about this one just it just threw the world for an even bigger look at it like this back then healthcare was not that serious hygiene was not a thing so the diseases spread like wildfire but now we have better healthcare 
we have better hygiene hygiene morals. We have we have a we have a more solid society where specific things are more widely known. And yet COVID still ravaged the world like it did. And that's due to the world being as interconnected as it is. Because when you look at it, that's true. that's true. Majority of the company of the countries in the world dependent on America, China, Russia, and other exporting countries. And what COVID did, like the world was so focused on globalization that everybody was like, oh, I can get this cheaper from this place. So yeah, I will not develop that yeah. country. And COVID was like, and all it, nobody... took, all it took was, all it took was one man. That one man touched another. That one person touched five others. That and those five people got on planes. Yeah, all it took. That was it. No, and like shows what should happen. All countries should strive to be independent. For like countries like Central, it will be hard more. Since Very. We, don't, we don't have, we not resource um, resource rich in the traditional. But there's still a way to do it. Sure, it's risky. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just noticing something. We have a sulfur springs. Yeah. This just, this just occurred to me. We have a sulfur springs, one of the most used chemicals. In chemical in the chemical industry, can you guess what that is? Sulfur oxide. Sulfuric acid. Okay, yeah, that just one. Wow. Sulfuric acid is a very widely used chemical compound in the chemical industry. Saint Lucia is sitting on top of a sulfur mine. That's Come, let me tell you an idea that um. No, no, no. Why are you even telling him that idea? Why are you even telling him that idea? Oh, wow. Wow. Honestly, honestly as you... Honestly, did, I'm... No, you mentioned... Did that, that honestly, that just, just dawned on me. Wow. That just dawned on me. <laughs> you see? You that see just dawned on see, me. Watch it. We're legit sitting on a gold mine of sulfuric acid. And... No, no. Technically, no. We're sitting on a gold mine of sulfur compounds, but that means we can make sulfuric up. Matter of fact, I think you know what? I'm gonna have to take a trip to the. I'm gonna have to take a trip to the sulfur springs. No, and it's not only that about it. Like, even though it's going to be challenging, we don't even have. We can do a switch to geothermal energy. We can. I mean. I mean, right now, we, right now we probably shouldn't though. We've we've been seeing the 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 discussions about how Yellowstone is prime for an eruption. Nah, yeah, what six hundred years prime for eruption? Like, I know one to that. <laughs> exactly, that can happen. That can happen at any moment. Any moment. Yeah, it can do what it wants. To be honest, I'm worried about the ash cloud. To be honest, but yeah, 
Honestly, I think I think the Ash Cloud would not be as bad as we think. I mean, yeah, I know the Ash Cloud would extend to the edge of the, the continent and the trade winds would just blow it away. But I honestly don't think it'll be as bad on us as we make it out to be. Yeah, it won't be as bad. Like, when you think about it, like, a couple of states, like, by California, and... But from what I, from what I saw, I saw this picture on Facebook of somebody, they had an illustration of how the, the eruption would affect the states. And then I went in the comments, it was like, it was not very big. And then I went in the comments and there was another one which said, that is an underestimation. And then the, the one that was shown was, it covered the whole con- co- country with the exception of the tip of Florida. We've- and I'm saying to myself, of all, of all states that have survived that, that volcanic eruption, like most states will survive, you just have ash coverage. The worst, the place that will get it the worst is California, because if Yellowstone erupts, Canada just falls, just going. I'm going to the sea. That's exactly what's going to happen. That fault yep. going to break and decide I go in west. I go in western than the west, and boom, what? People, people in California go die. Some will survive. I don't know how what will happen, but that that landmass will move. And then, but wow, that, that is just to 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 come to that realization just now. That Saint Lucia's been limiting itself. Saint Lucia's greatest tourist attraction could also be Saint Lucia's greatest. That could that could turn the tide of. Nah, that is that is insane. Then you, you know, I'm gonna talk to you in the DMs about that. I'm not going to mention that on the podcast. <laughs> right, that's that's true. I'll, I'll mention that. But um, honestly, all it just takes is somebody to take the interest in that and decides, yeah, I starting up, I producing sulfuric acid in San Lucia. Yeah, it's a start cheaper price, and you can Im- and import it, import it, use it for the chemical industry, and you have a very solid way of the country growing. Yeah, no, you create jobs, you create, you make boom. Look, Saint Lucia is developed in that. We have our own thing, and like I know I was joking earlier on, but like personally, I would actually be delighted if Saint Lucia was one of the first nuclear powered country in the Caribbean. Honestly I can I can see nuclear power happening, but it's it's a matter of resources. Because a lot of the places that have nuclear power, they have a steady supply of material. Yeah. Because radioactive materials Radioactive materials are not as common as people think they are. Uh, like Minecraft say, just dig deep. Dig deep. Man, I don't know. Like, that was real. Like, like, you never thought about it. Like, watch it. Like, we never thought about it. And it's just like, 
But that's the thing because a lot of because you can you can see why it's like that because a lot of a lot of the people who would sit down and think of that for a moment they don't stay because Selusha has gotten so deep into a trench of we have to depend on other people we have to depend on other countries we we're only good for tourism that it kind of just made a hole for itself that it can't even dig itself out of yeah yeah it's just tourism tourism go and work it's like what is it it's like either you go and work at hell you go and work for a bank you go and work for the government you go and work for some company that's it there's no like new industry that like let me go and work in this specific yep. industry when, when you look at it, and you either do that you either do that go back to school or you're out of luck yeah Watching it, like Saint Lucia, like um, IT has, like I want, like IT has revolutionized in Saint Lucia. Even though um, definitely flow has been, um, it's it's still lacking. Okay, we're talking about IT. We're not talking about telecommunications because telecommunications is garbage right now. Yeah, you're really behind. But in IT itself, it's it's growing. It's growing. Because I'm watching it there like I had my interest in IT. Fuck Pascal. Cause the person <laughs> honestly. Java, <laughs> CSS, CSS plus everything else, Python above Pascal any day. Well Pascal is just a <laughs> it's just an entry level thing. And it's more complicated than anything else. Uh, not really. Once you really sit down and and in 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 interact with other languages, you tend to realize Pascal was really the easier the easiest of the few because you sit down with Python. Python is pretty similar to it. You sit down with JavaScript. JavaScript is a little more complex, but same principle. Yeah. It's just a matter of really sitting down and catching wind of how it works. Not sure, but I mean, and as I think that's one thing. That's the aftercourt, right? It's their computer, their computer, their computer courses, the IT related courses. They got it right. Yeah, the IT courses. I think all, I think all of our friends who did the who did an IT course at Safa are currently in jobs. Yeah. I see Brandon every other day. Go, I see Brandon works with a company that sends him to other places to work on yeah. their. their the the system. Um, Ken Ken works for a business that that is that sets up the IT systems. Yeah. Dylan does his own thing. Um, well, Caleb's at school. Uh, I, I don't know for Alex. Alex, I think Alex at but school. yeah, most of them. Yeah. Alex. Yeah, I think Alex at school. But yeah, I think everybody. Yeah, but most. Of... Yeah, you're right. Most of them got. Most of them are are, are in a good place. Yeah. No, it, I will not like that's one thing for sure. Ethan's putting people in. Like when you think about it, majority of the people we know from DTEMs have jobs. Have a job. My uncle, my uncle is an, my uncle did the architecture courses. My uncle worked with TCS for a couple of years and then now he's working for Lucelec. He's been working for Lucelec for a couple of years now. Yeah. He he's working from home now, working on plans and stuff. Yeah, watch it. You do your thing and you get your job. It's it's not 
and I I won't lie, dogs kind of feel this there. Like now that I actually went back, oh, yeah, definitely. I went back to definitely to um South and I'm doing architect. Dogs feel this in so many ways. Because I think the whole I think the the problem is at Saatha. Saatha is Saatha is an all round community. It really is a community college. It's not meant and dogs itself. It's more a prep. It's more like a prep. It preps you for college for university. Whereas DTEMS DTEMS gives you the option. You can either go further or you can use this now and do something for yourself. Dogs, you do not really have that option. They have a few, a few special cases. Because in education, the minimum you need to teach a subject at secondary school is an A-level in that subject. Mom. You either teach, you either teach, you, you do... Uh, I had a few other options, but you either teach, if you go into science, your options here are lab tech, or maybe assistant, assistant, assistant medical doctor or something, assistant medical uh, practitioner or something like that, like how, how I was working at top of your lab. Or your other option is somehow, if you have connections, get a, an assistant job at at one of the manufacturing companies that have chemical regulations to deal with. Yeah, that's, that's your options. Yeah, and then the business, the business, they have a they have a wider scope, but it's still pretty limited. And then the social side. I think that's why, if you plan to go to dogs, you should try your best to have a uni plan immediately. Try try not to put. A gap between the two because you're gonna find yourself. That's true. Personally, if if I didn't go into architecture, I think I'm going to university this year. Like, like, not this year. Because we felt like COVID and all that. Because the way, like, so after. When you go to um, DAGS, it's like straight uni. If you actually want to do that, I mean, if you actually a, want a job. It's a, it's a little better now since they started implementing the whole associate's degree thing, but we haven't seen anybody come out of it yet to see how well it does out yeah. there. And I think if they do the associate degree, then they'll have a lot more people doing the associate. Because I think one of Alpha's biggest faults is like the the testing. Like you have you have to do so alpha testing and um test. And like I think I think that. So honestly, Safa's biggest flaw for A level specifically was their transition when they switched from Cambridge to Cape. That was their biggest flaw. Yeah, because it was... Cambridge had a lot more leverage as opposed to Cape. Granted, you see that Cape, Cape, has, Cape has managed to 
cement itself as a higher level compared to some of the other um, schooling systems equivalent. But at the same time, Cambridge is more widely recognized. Cambridge would have taken you further. Uh, like a, a lot further. At the, end, at the end of the day, we all know we all know how these things goes. It's just that it's just the decisions of one man trying to make more money for himself. That's true. That's true. Very good. But like on Safana whole they have to fix the system at Safa. It would be the detriment of the country, but you would have to pause the school for two years and fix and everything properly. The proper infrastructure, make teachers training to be teaching there, expand on the campus if it's needed, and then open, like fix what's needed to fix the mold. Then start again. The issue of that is the issue of that is you 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 can see that should it happen, can the education would be at a standstill. Yep, for two years. And it really would be to the detriment because should should let let's let's say for example, okay, they do take the pause for the two years to build. Those who are coming fresh out of Form 5 with their CXCs, if they can't access that level of education, they're just going to try to get it somewhere else. And now you're getting a lot more brain drain than you'd be getting before. You could counter that by having the sixth form, you know. The sixth form is... Essentially, the sixth form is what A-level was to us. But to, to implement, but looking at it like that, to implement the sixth form, you also have to revamp the secondary school system as well. That needs a whole set of because that means that means you would have to either do you have to do one of two things: either increase the teaching staff because you'd have to um, add, you'd have to take into account those teachers who would have to teach the sixth yeah. form. And or you would have to, you would have to now have to um, remove teachers from the system to get them to a higher level where they can teach at the sixth form. Mm, I, what I think is like if you're going to pause the system on a whole, like you could you could probably theoretically share enough teachers from Zafa to teach the sixth form. That's true. And they would like there is a need, but the other the other issue is. Really and truly, a lot of the schools are actually overstaffed. Another problem. That's another problem. Did you know that when I when I told us that Ira, this the staff the staff number was forty five. When I left, when I left, um, I wasn't the only one who left. A total of about five teachers left. That means the staff was about at 40, 59. When the new term started, guess how? Guess the total number of teachers they had. Oh, wow. <laughs> they went up from the original amount. The staff, the staff, the staff, honestly, staffing at a lot of schools, it's, it's over the top. 
I think even where um there's a there's a relative abundance of staff, they all of them don't even fit in the staff room, and the staff room is very big. The staff room is very big and spacious, I and mean, it doesn't even fit everybody. Well, I think that's. I don't know. There's. I think using. I think it's a result of using a broken system for so long. This has so many disparities and issues to deal with now that you can't even address them one by one because to address address one, you are affecting another. And to address them all, you basically be pausing an entire aspect of a country's development. Well, to be honest, if the way I view it, I'd rather pause that development for a better because right now the development isn't even going anywhere. Because majority of people from our year are abroad studying and, and they're like, okay, when you come back with that BA, what are y'all going to do? Are y'all coming back with that BA? Because what? We left in 2018, right? That means in two right. yeah, we've been out for in two years, years everybody is going to start coming back. And yep. then what's going to happen then? And, and you have to assume that yep. they're going you to have come to assume back. that they're going to come back. And then what's going to be there for those The system has already proved. The system has already put in people's minds that there's nothing here for me, and it's a feedback loop. You keep, you keep, you keep, uh, you keep the system at a standstill. People who actually have a brain, a functioning brain, a a mind that is ever expanding, they will not want to stay. They will move on to other things. And as a result of that, you're losing the people that can cause a broader change which means you're going to stay at a standstill and it just feeds back it just feeds back into the yeah yeah because then I, I don't want to mention some names but I'm I see a, a couple of inboxes and I watch that they're like what I really don't expect to see y'all coming back to Lucia. like I really don't oh yeah, I already know I already know what you're talking about and definitely should they do it's come back they can do if some come, good like, stuff if they come back but even if the market is good, but I, I'm watching it, they have no reason to come back. Yeah. Because those, those are the type, like, once, they, once they're done, once they're done with the unit, they're going to get a, a job opportunity and they'll be like, okay, I have a job like that. Come on, they already have their job opportunity. Yeah, they have right it lined up for them there. I can take that, or can I come back to St. Lucia where it's like, I don't know. I might have to go and teach. I might have to do eh. that. And it's like, yo, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And even for myself, yeah. I'm like, I'm not even on the level of these students. And I'm there like, man, like, if what I'm doing, I can't, there's no firm down here for me to go and work in. Like, I was doing some research and it was like, yeah, go to New York as an architect the chances of you getting a job is like almost guaranteed. It, it's not a... Yep. There's, there's certain jobs there's certain jobs that are just 
they just come like that because of a the required the desire for them b the the quantity of people who have the skills for it is just because you 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 can see that architecture is not one of the easiest courses to take not at all. it's a stress and i kiss myself to, to be able to be able to pass that course to be able to complete that course and achieve a degree in it 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 proves that you have a skill that is that yeah. is in high demand because buildings always need to buildings always need to be built houses yeah. always need to be built they always need to be refurbished yeah, renovated it's like a revolving door it all is always going to be there until in fact until until science and civilization takes up stop architects will always be needed architects civil engineers yeah. engineers on a whole they'll well, always be well, needed. no i think i think the original point that like it's just going to a point i like if humanity survives that long design a planet for me it will reach that level of foolishness if humanity evolves to like evolve is like some super rich person like i have a trillion dollars to spend design this planet for me what you doing for no planets but like that it like to me that's like the limit of foolishness it will reach if things continue and it can be said like that and when i look at it majority of people i know from dogs did law and things yeah a good a good portion of them related to law and i'm there like look around everybody around you is doing law if all of you are like okay some of you might decide i'm going yep. to corporate law i'm going to criminal law i'm going into civil law and like but okay there's no shortages of lawyers like generally there's not at all there's, there's lawyers there and then you have there's there's no shortages of lawyers doctors none of these things like it's good that people want to be there but they have other jobs that need to be done cuz cuz what you know they um Keegan and Zico they created their whole company there i'm like good create a manufacturing job in solution i don't care it can a factory where they have people working aisles building um and designing robotics fine I yep. don't care. You build in solution. Yeah, the 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 business the business opens a whole new avenue for solution yeah. to explore. Robotics, like how that become a staple of solution. So many things, and and you have to be thankful. Like as they were the ones like they thought about like how solution, how they can develop it. Because I'm watching some people like. Our partner in Kevin Monday said that I'm aiming to become the food Nobel laureate, and I was just like, "You can do it, but like for you to do that, you are coming back to Saint Lucia." Yep. And you'd be surprised. We already are two. Yeah. Where one one currently living in Trinidad, and the other one was everywhere else. <laughs> Like, I see from Saint Lucia, but. Like, oh my God. Speaking about that, 
that just make me remember something like so after Lewis developed one of the best economic models in the world. We don't. And we don't even use it. Every every other country, every other country who's worth their shit uses it, and we do not use it. It just it just it just coins back to the point we make that Russians are a very ignorant set of people. It just shows they don't even they don't even know who they acknowledge. They don't even know who they celebrate. They don't even know what no, they, 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 they celebrate. Um, Derek Law. Um. Derek Walcott modern if you really think about it. That's true. I guess the mentality already has a school named after him. What more does he need? He's already dead. We don't have to Bruh, half of the half of the world uses a mod half of the world uses this model and they're fine. They're, they're working fine. Look at us. We're not even using the model generated by our own and we're in deep shit. Let's use our model by a man that's recognized worldwide for developing something like that like sure you want to see St. Lucia's a dot on the map yo respect to that we have we a man came from this island and developed a model that's now etched in history not going nowhere it's like it's like practically he's practically our Einstein of economics that, that's what he is essentially he is Essentially, is but we know how this goes. Lucians, Lucians, and people on a whole day, they disregard what they don't understand. And you try to chalk it down their throat a couple of times. They say, they say a cup. They say the, they say everything, but try to accept it. So, if Lucians gonna go anywhere, Lucians have to wake up. That's that's just the bottom line. No matter how you see that. You can never wake right. up sheeple. You have to wake them up on yourself. Because you... Like, you, you have to wake themselves up. up. Going back to the topic we're not talking about, you woke yourself up. I, yeah. I, I, I practically... You woke yourself up practically, like, earlier this year. And, like, I... Yep. I miss the... I miss the... Yeah, early period of the quarantine. And I'm just here. Like, I knew from like 2016, 2017. And it's like the first thing they said, like, don't wake other people up. Because you wake themselves up. Because a person has to go and realize for themselves in their own mind and realize, like, oh, that ain't making sense. No, because the thing is, the thing is, the thing why you you can't wake people up is because should you be the one to shatter their views, to 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 um expose the disparities and the dissolutions in their values, you're the villain to them. But if they start realizing, when they themselves start realizing the disparities, when they start seeing the the, the loopholes, when they start seeing the problems, they're like, wait. And when they start looking at the information and the, the the reality of things, essentially they're shattering their own values, they're breaking down their own morals, 
they have nobody to blame for themselves. Not for the breaking of it, but for the realization that it was yeah. not working. And like that's why like the community that we're talking about will forever remain as small as it is. Because a lot of people they will wake themselves up and they can't handle it. Like they can't handle the truth and they'll be like, nah, that's not real. They'll deny and deny and deny. And it's like, and they'll just bring yeah. themselves into like this thing. That's going to happen to a lot of people when you, if they decide to wake up on their own, because they rather like what is it? They rather stay in. Com- you rather they rather live they rather live comfortably in a lie than to live yeah. uncomfortably with the truth. And even if that lie comfortably, and it's like okay, I'm fine with that, like. If that's what's going to work for you, it works for you. And I, I have how much to say on that. It's just it's really disappointing when you realize like I'm sure that the country can achieve. Yep. I think we've been on here for like two hours, so I'll call this one a close. I'm going to hit you up in the DMs about what we have to talk about. And I will say good night, everyone. All right, no problem. And thanks for having me um, with the discussion today. Yeah. Any last words from your friend, Liam? Yep, thanks. For- <laughs> Wake right. up, people. So this will be a with Liam Dujo, yeah. and out we go. <laughs>